Good morning, Geek Corner fandom. The most recent issue of Orange Phoenix Magazine is out right now. If you go to www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix, you can subscribe today for only $5 a month. You are guaranteed a digital copy of Orange Phoenix Magazine. Now, if you want the single issues only, all you have to do is go to www.orangephoenixmedia.com. That is www.orangephoenixmedia.com. The magazine includes all things video games, pro wrestling, manga, comics, anime, you name it, we nerd it. Even cosplay. You might get some word finds and some trivia questions in there as well. Very fun magazine from the Orange Phoenix staff to you guys. www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix and www.orangephoenixmedia.com. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, from Atlanta, yeah, so Cleveland. Been winning all the games in my division. Tell your missus not to miss us, she tripping. No Christmas for me, I'm already gifted. No disrespect to the spirit. To the spirit. Intoxicated while I'm steering on the rear end. Shout out to my dog, Venom. No spider. Think I'm about to smoke one. No lighter. Climb up as far as you can, but you can't catch it. Leave your red like the bright lights on exits. Almighty back. <laughs> Twelve letters. My take for yours. Wonder who sells better. Young college kid, but I never got a letter. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Bless up, then boss up. But if you walk up, I got something that'll off ya. Yeah. All I ever hear is bag legend. When you gon' stop doing this, when you gon' start doing that? When you gon' come see me, when you gon' come see her? Look, y'all need to understand something. Everything I do is rare. Everything I touch is rare. Why you don't come around, Becker? Because I'm rare. Frivolous, uh, later than your girls, period. We're on the track now, so it's good. I'm rarer than a diamond, cause you know them diamonds aren't rare. Marketing invention, yet you see it and you all stare. But me? I'm more like a Tanzanite. Still thick, cut two C's while she paying twice. Put them double D's, girl, please. I'm from MI, but check out my CT. I put the weight of the world on the beat. Still bringing the pain, y'all know my name. F-R-I-V-O-L-O-U-S, entertains. And anything that I really want, I will obtain. You a baker, boy, so we cooking up some flame. Dang, I'm worth more than a milli, so I rock. My words will take you to another world, lots of chalk. Cause Rudy's got the chalk. With a dip, do I walk? Must because I got it in my sock. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Urs Mac, the mad scientist. And this is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show, man. Look, I know it's been a while. It's okay. We back in effect. I'm going to let you know, uh, if just in case you missed our special announcement from the last show that um, I did. Uh, we have our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is up and running, and we just posted a brand new episode with Thanos Rick and myself uh, this morning. And I'm here going to actually recap a little bit on what we talked about um, last night. And we actually we recorded last night and we posted it this morning. And it was a lot of hot topics. A lot of hot topics um, over the course of this week. Obviously, there's not one, but two elephants in the room. And one of them being Henry Cavill. And those of us that, uh, that have been following the news, those of us that haven't, just the FYI, Henry Cavill has been released 
he's been let go uh, he's no longer going to be superman in the dc universe which got everyone in a tizzy including myself i mean that's probably one of the dumbest moves you can do according to uh, you know according to us fans because you get us all excited for black adam with the post credit scenes with superman showing up and like oh shit you know we got we got superman coming back and he left the witcher to come to dc and then we get hit in the head with a sledgehammer like oh yeah by the way henry cavill's not gonna be our superman yeah sorry we got you excited for nothing for no reason at all and that what got us pissed off and then now the focus from james gunn and peter saffron is that they're focusing on a younger superman i get it and it's not going to be an origin story it's going to be focused on him being superman and also him being clark kent working at the daily planet so i i get it i understand i understand it that doesn't mean i like it i mean the full story is on our youtube channel go ahead and copy and paste the uh the youtube channel man and myself and thanos rick talked about this agnosium man we talked about how they make one step forward and two steps back like you got blue beetle coming out next year you got flash coming out next year whoever's going to play batman is up in the air we were thinking oh ben affleck is coming back as batman i'm gonna be honest with you i had no issues whatsoever with ben affleck being batman i mean what he was doing as batman correlates to what we know batman to do and that's beat people ass like broken bones and stuff i mean I mean, some people are critiquing it a little bit because, well, you know, Batman doesn't kill, but this ain't the same Justice League that we know. You know, of course, DC has a multiverse, right? DC has a multiverse. And, you know, there's always different correlations of the Justice League. There are different correlations of, you know, of the heroes that we know. Um, Now, I, I do understand that... There won't be any more Snyderverse. I I totally get that. I totally get that. But you can use that as a as a catapult to other stories with the characters that you have. If you if you really really were listening to fans, we really don't mind that. We really don't mind a little soft reboot here with the characters that are already playing Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. We really don't mind that at all. That is okay now. This one of them situations that we are really upset about this. And also, we may be happy with the Batman situation. Because we actually talk about Batman and a possibility of a recasting of Batman. I wouldn't mind it be Michael Keaton. Because with the movie magic that we do, um, especially with the most recent Indiana Jones movie, uh, you can very well put Michael Keaton as Batman. You could very well put him in a costume as with the 89 suit and, and you know a little upgrades here and there, but you know. You can you can make it work. You can definitely make it work. But this this Henry Cavill situation is is devastating to the fan base, to DC, because now whatever faith that we had in DC with the success of Black Adam, with the appearance of Cavill being Superman, you really just slapped us in the face. And the thing I'm, I'm afraid of the most is that when the new Superman movie do come out, 
I, as toxic as DC fans are, because I mean, if you look at the level of cyberbullying <laughs> when it came to releasing the Snyder Cut, ah, and then when they said no, we're not releasing the David Ayer cut, we're not going to do that, we're not going to create the Snyderverse. I mean, fans were livid. I mean, the level of toxicity was out there, man. I mean, completely sitting on the execs. Most, I mean, threatening their lives. I mean, they was getting that far. Like, that. that's how mad they were. I was like, ah. Now, I don't condone any of that. For You know, just to put that out there. I don't condone any of that. But if you're trying to compete with Marvel and what they're doing, with, you know, what Disney doing with Marvel, if you kind of think about it, they really do listen to fans. I mean, they might not be outwardly out there like, yeah, we're going to take this survey and get your input on this. You know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that whenever we watch these movies, nine times out of ten, we're going to be satisfied with the product. Now, recently, you know, people's kind of like on, you know, teetering because the new phase is taking a while to, to shape up or pick up or whatever because Thanos was the big bad. And with Thanos being the big bad, you know, it, it's kind of leave a now what scenario, but you got to wait. You got to be patient. You got to wait for some world building for, gap, you know, for space adventures because that's what Nick Fury is and you might see Galactus obviously Adam Warlock is going to be in the new Guardian so that's where Marvel is taking it so you got to be a little bit patient but I'm talking about like the success of the MCU they cater to both fans they cater to the comic book fan they cater to the person that only watched movie fan they cater to both of them at the same time it, it was a healthy little balance there some movies were better than others but some movies, I mean, all, none of the movies absolutely positively sucked. Some were better than others. But, but but when we come to DC, though, there's some movies that we say absolutely sucked. Like, I like the imagery. I like the colors. I like the atmosphere of Suicide Squad, the one with Will Smith and Margot Robbie and Viola Davis. I, I'm, I love that imagery. My only gripe to this to this movie and why it sucked to me is because it was PG-13. You couldn't loosen the reins up for Suicide Squad because Suicide Squad is an R-rated movie. Like, by all intents and purposes. Look at the success of Deadpool. Deadpool was, like, one of the most successful R-rated movies of all time. You could have just taken a page out that book and let it roll, man. Just let it hang out there. Look at the success of The Suicide Squad and how many people prefer that over the original. There's this Ayer cut that's just hanging out there, right? That's R-rated or whatever the case may be. It shed more light on the story and all that. But due to time constraints, they cut all the, you know, most of the important stuff out. Batman versus Superman wasn't that bad. Especially when the Ultimate Edition was released. Because when the Ultimate Edition was released... You got a, it shed a little bit more light on the story and it made you understand it a little bit more. I remember when I went to go see Batman vs. Superman in the movie theater. Uh I will say maybe two and a half hours. Yeah, two hours into the movie, I damn near fell asleep. I was ready for the movie to be over. I, I, it was, to be honest with you, it was it was sort of kind of boring to me. Then I messed around and I watched the ultimate edition, and I'm like, oh, that's why this and this and this and this. Oh, that's why Lex Luthor is doing this. It, it, it was a different situation. And I, 
you cut the important part parts out to make it a movie, but then the movie got shit on by the fans. Like I, I it's almost like the executives before James Gunn, you know, had wax in their ears, man. They just they just put earplugs in their ear and refuse to listen to any fans, any comic book fans whatsoever. We're just gonna do our own thing and y'all gonna pay for it, and y'all mofo's gonna like it. I don't think they fully understand the power of the people because people make you money. That's what it is. You know, people buy the tickets for this movie. Like this movie can, any movie that you release can very well be, don't make, don't make the profit that you want considering the budget that you have. They can be like, well, we tried. No, not really. You didn't. So, there's a lot of angst when it comes to the DCEU because it's so flippy floppy. So if you're taking Henry Cavill out, what that mean for Gal, Gal Gadot? What does that mean for Jason Momoa? What does that mean for Ezra Miller? Well, we kind of know, know what's going to happen with Ezra Miller. But are you going to reboot everything in the DCU? Like, what are you planning to do here? Are you, like, everything is, like, you can't just take bits and pieces out that you don't like and try to make it make sense for us because now at this point you're really slapping us in the face i'm gonna give james gunn and peter safford the benefit of the doubt james gunn created guardians of the galaxy guardians of the galaxy were not mainstream it was an obscure comic book but now it's in the mainstream because of the success in the mcu but this is already established characters in the dc universe so what are you going to do that's the question but the full discussion is on our youtube channel just go ahead and copy and paste our youtube channel and and subscribe to our youtube channel and we talk about this you know from back to front and side to side we talk about batman we talk about henry cavill superman and speaking of henry cavill he rumor has it that he may be involved with warhammer that is coming to Amazon. Now, there is some more details when it comes to Warhammer 40,000 and Amazon. So, uh, you have to look at the new YouTube channel to actually check check that out. But, uh, that is perfect casting. I, I mean, Henry Cavill is a space marine for Warhammer. So, for those that not not for me, it's a tabletop game, Warhammer 40K. There are some video games that are, that are out there you can play there's space marine they there's space hulk there's inquisitor uh space hulk is okay um inquisitor some people like it kind of give you that that rpg feel um if you have playstation premium you can actually download space hulk deathwing and uh, inquisitor for free 99 uh speaking of playstation premium i found a little so a few gems the game that has avoided me or the, well sorry the game that has eluded me for so long i finally get to sit down and play it and that's the mass effect legendary edition with all the dlcs included for free 99 on playstation premium i'm excited about that i am stoked about that. i am stoked about that yes i know i know i missed out on a legendary game but i have a shot now to play that legendary game with all the dlcs so i think the best experience is what i'm about to do now so um but yeah, back to Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill is a PC guy. He's a PC, he's a computer nerd. He's played Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, he, he's a nerd. I mean, it, to be involved in these projects. That goes back to him playing Superman. Like you, 
you know, just I can't fathom that stuff, man. Can't fathom that. But if this is indeed true, which I'm pretty sure it is, because you're no longer doing The Witcher, you're no longer doing Superman. I mean, to do Warhammer the series to kick that bad boy off, to kick that bitch off on Amazon Prime. You just had Halo, right? We just did that. Halo was actually pretty damn decent. It was actually pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. We're going to take a quick uh, break. And uh, we actually going to pay some bills here. Talk about Tales from Pangea, Camtron, Cameron. So stick around after the advertisement. the mad scientist here, and I have a question. Do you like pirates? Better yet, sky pirates. In a steampunk world, look no further than the Tales from Pangea, the lost city of old. All you have to do is go to talesfrompangea.com, check out the website, and get your book one today. In a lawless world infested by chaos and robbery, pirates rule the skies. Young Thomas Von Zeppelin and his adopted brother Najee have finally come of age and are eager for adventure. Ready to embrace the unknown on board the world's first aircraft, they stumble upon the treasure map leading to a rumored lost city of old, a once lavish kingdom surrounded by an oasis. With his father's legacy threatened by an old adversary, Thomas now has 14 days to come up with an exonerable sum of money or face the harsh streets of Adenia. Leaving no other option, they set off on a wild steampunk adventure across the fabled continent of Pangaea. Risking their lives in lieu of treasure, they must first overcome the toughest pirates and obstacles. To make matters worse, hot on their trail is the Red Ring, the most fearsome syndicate in the sky. Now the question is, can the heroes find the Forgotten City before it's too late? Tales from Pangaea, The Lost City of Old by Ryan Camtron Cameron. Go to talesfrompangaea.com and get your book today. Yo, what's going on? This is Earth Matt, the mad scientist. This is the Orange Phoenix Show. <sighs> man, this Henry Cavill, man, this got this thing. This thing burns me up so much. I know I, I, I asked the Geek Corner about that, which we read the comments on our YouTube channel. And it's a general consensus. A general consensus on what the heck is going on. You know what I'm saying? General consensus. Now, the next bit of news that came out, uh, obviously, the other elephant in the room is Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose was released a day after she dropped the NXT women's title uh, on Tuesday night well, for a 413-day reign. And it came as a shock. And there was some leaked photos that was out there. And uh, she has on, like, fan time account, which is something similar to OnlyFans, but, you know, it's like bikini photos and stuff like that. And there was a, there was a video 
knocked out. She was in the pool topless, but she, she didn't really get out of the pool. But with the pool water, you can clearly see, you know, basically her bare titties. You can basically see that. So uh, WWE was put between a rock and a hard place here. Tough position. And they released Mandy Rose. Now, I'm going to just be, I'm going to keep it a bucket. That's, that's hypocritical to me because of what I think a lot of, I think a couple of things were factor here. Again, I'm going to say, just like I said on the YouTube channel, uh, we don't know if she was released by the WWE or she asked for her release. I, we really don't know. There's, um, typically when someone gets released, WWE puts out a statement saying, Hey, we wish them the best in their future endeavors and yada, 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 the whole spiel or whatever. But they didn't do that with Mandy Rose. Um, it just news broke out that she was released by the WWE. Now, also, I'm going to keep it a buck. I feel like a part of that is that uh, she was allegedly making more money with her private site than what she was getting paid in the WWE. Instagram followers is $3 million. Twitter followers is over a million. You're not going to have 3 million followers on your website, right? However, common. However, if you have at least 10,000 people on your site and you're charging 25 a month. Now, here's the, here's the trolling thing. Once she got once she got released, it went up 5 extra bucks. So it's $30 a month. So you take that, right? You take that on what she make on her fan time account and you times that time a month and you want me to uh stop what i'm doing because you're not making the percentage off of me because she's a part of this group called toxic attraction right so she's like on, on screen like she is one of the most beautiful women in on the women's roster so they they put that at the forefront and from a company that is known to sexualize women, it's kind of hypocritical to me that, oh, yeah, there's these new videos that just came out. We don't like that. We're we going to let you go, allegedly. We're going to let you go. She's released, y'all. She, she's actually released. But it's, a, it's still a question of if WWE released her or if Mandy Rose asked for her release. Still don't know that. But I'm just putting these scenarios here. Like, oh, yeah, we can let you go. But considering that Matt Riddle felt another drug test, you didn't fire him. Yeah, you suspended him to put him in rehab, but you know you're going to put him back on TV 30 days later. I bet. All right? One of the Usos, DUI. Not once, but more than once. On TV, longest reigning tag team champions of all time. Longest reigning. Right? I'm not bagging on the Usos, and I'm not bagging on Matt Riddle. I'm just using them, them two for an example here knowing that there is some kind of double standard because Mandy didn't do anything. She didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, slap on the wrist, maybe, but treat her the same way everybody else is being treated. Like, treat, like everybody else has done worse things that could have hurt people or themselves. But she, oh, we got some leaked photos. Oh, shit, we got to let her go. See, that part is hypocritical. If they released her, that is very hypocritical. Now, if she asked for a release, that makes it even a bigger situation because now she free to do what well, both scenarios. She's free to do whatever she wants. Uh, you know, assuming that there's 
a 90-day non-compete clause. Obviously, she can't wrestle for another company. AEW Impact and New Japan up until like mid-March. But if there's not a non-compete clause, or if she's were, uh, if she is under an NXT contract, then that's my. I'm assuming that is a 30-day contract. So, but I'm if I'm a betting man, I want to say it's a 90-day contract main roster deal because she was on the main roster and she just ended up going to NXT. So she probably was still under the main roster, you know, contract deal. Um, also, um, I know she signed a five-year contract allegedly, you know, according to reports back in 2019. So she had a few more years left. So there also is a chance that she may get rehired by the WWE. There is a chance of that. Throw that dime out there. But again, you pissed a lot of people off here because, you know, of what this entails. Like, look how they treated China until after she passed away. Then, you know, you you put on TV, you inducted in the Hall of Fame. But where was this energy beforehand? You know, where was this energy beforehand? So, looking at um, the whole situation with Mandy, um, she's going to be just fine, man. She got donuts. She got her own fan time account. She got all this stuff going on with her. It's like, ah, all right. It's all right. We, We cool with it. We cool with it. Now, going back over Sasha Banks and Naomi, Naomi want, you know, according to reports, Naomi want to come back on TV with Sasha, but you know, Sasha or Mercedes, she's going by her na- her name. She's going to be at New Japan come next year, Wrestle Kingdom, and she's doing dates. You got three prolific women. You got Mercedes, you got Mandy, and you got Naomi. If I am Tony Khan with the endless amount of money that he has. I will sign all three of those women, all three of them, immediately. Fly them out, have negotiations, do whatever you got to do. And you focus on that women's roster for 2023 because it's like women are coming in and they are cleaning house, man. Soraya, Athena, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Jay Cargill is undefeated TBS champion. Jamie Hayter is the AEW World's Women Champion with her title defense coming on Wednesday. Her first title defense. Fan favorite, I might say. Jamie Hayter. Shout out to Jamie Hayter, y'all. She is the AEW World Champion. You're going to put some respect on her name. That's, that's what I'm saying. But then you got Naomi, you got Mercedes, you got Mandy. Imagine what that'll do for AEW, man. Imagine what that would do. And, and, and the the extra monetary ventures that they do, you know, is to my belief that AEW doesn't care because if you look at all these, you know, all the other performers with AEW, they have their own YouTube channels, they have their own Twitch channels, they're doing all kinds of things, blogs, they, they're doing all kinds of stuff without any kind of, you know, repercussions, not doing anything crazy. I mean, hell, some of them still got OnlyFans account, but guess what? They don't care. They don't care. It is what it is. Because the demographic is a little bit different. I understand WWE got a got a demographic as such. But then you know that you can't tell me they don't blur the lines a little bit. See, it was okay when the WWE cameraman was taking pictures, you know, the bikinis and stuff like that. Because man, that, that's her character. That's the character she portrays, right? So it was okay for that. When I was she making her own money over there, though. Nah. If I was Mandy Rose, nah, go ahead and fire me because I, I make more money here than I do with you. 
So why would I stop? Why would I stop the bag for you? You know what I'm saying? You put the work in, the amount of work that WWE put in on Mandy Rose with her 413-day reign is unprecedented because that's a lot of work to put in an individual just to say, uh, I'm done with it. Nah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that WWE is going to call Mandy Rose back at some point. They're going to wait till this thing smooth over. I, I think they're going to call her. However, what I want, I want her to go to other other venues, test those waters out. I mean, she already at a point that she's she's a hot topic, man. She's up there with Naomi and and Mercedes, and she can just be that that those three trio those trio of women showing up on AEW television. Phew, man! And then on top of that, you could do you could wrestle at other promotions too. Come on, you. This is just a no-brainer here. A no-brainer. Travel to Japan. Do AEW spots. You know, do Ring of Honor stuff. Man, you got a chance to be the best of the best of the best. This ain't. This ain't. The other subject matter was um, Chris Jericho and his GOAT status, man. I Look here, I'm going to tell you right now, Chris Jericho is one of the greatest of all time. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. Every Everything that he does... He makes it work. He he changes his character. He makes it relevant. I mean, he built. He helped build AEW. He helped build other talent. Showcase other talent, younger talent, having them under wing. He's he's a rock star. On top of all that, oh, and and the most recent thing he did was put over a, a talent that we know nothing about. We don't know anything about, for the most part. Most of us don't know who he is. He only had like 2,000 followers. They probably shot up to the moon after he beat Chris Jericho. Matter of fact, I'm, I might have to look. I'm going to have to look here. Just give me a quick second here. His action and Dreddy defeated Chris Jericho on Wednesday night. Action and Dreddy. I'm going to just look him up. Oh, he pulled up. Look at that. Okay, he had 2,000 followers. After that match, it jumped, it shot up to 8,979. You see how quickly he got put on the map? Now, that might be a small number to people that might have 10K. That might have what? 10K, 20K, 30K, 50K. But the level of increase, what Chris Jericho did for this young man, what he did for Action Andretti is crazy. Because Action and, and Chris Jericho turned the crowd and what they did because the crowd was literally having fun. And then they were like, oh, wait, this dude's legit. Let's sit our, let's sit our asses down and, and watch this thing because something something is cooking here. Something is something is up here. Something in, you know, the dog is honey. You know what I mean? The dog is honey. So... We, myself and Thanos, we actually talked about that in depth on what is next for Ashton Andretti, what we want to see what's happening with Ashton Andretti, um, what would I do if I had the pen, um, and actually what we know about what led up to this match and how Chris Jericho planted seeds. Not just one seed, he planted a couple seeds for multiple stories to unfold, not including him but also including him too 
That goes to the testament of the genius that is Chris Jericho. The man's a genius. Uh, yeah, by all intents and purposes. That's what he is. My man, listen, y'all, you guys going to enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your Saturday morning. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we will be back next week for our afterthoughts here on Podbean. And also our YouTube channel. Uh, we actually going to go through a lot of stuff, man. We're going to go through a lot of stuff. Now, I know next week, myself and Thanos Rick, we're definitely going to be talking about the PWI, um, the top list. We're going to like the top tag team, the single list. We're going to see if we agree with this or not. We're going to definitely talk about that. And who knows? You may see Brittany Savannah. You may see Ellie back again for some anime news and stuff like that. And some special guests, man. I cannot wait, man. I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome weekend. I know I am. I know what I'm going to do this weekend. I know it's Saturday morning, so I'm going to get me some cereal a nice bowl of cereal and i'm gonna turn on my sega genesis and i'm gonna play a game till i beat it and then i'm gonna get up and be a be a grown-up i have to clean up the house and stuff you know got guests coming queen queen and the kid you know they're on the way and then tonight i'm gonna play me some mass effect legendary edition not to be disturbed you know but you guys have an awesome awesome weekend And we will see you next week.